Paul Bunyan Country. Checking in with Dusty Minky, outstanding angler in Paul Bunyan Country. Uh, pro angler is on the National Walleye Tour. And uh, hey, Dusty, how's it, how's it been the first couple of tournaments so far? You know, it's uh, <laughs> it's been going really well. So yeah, it's been kind of a dream season so far. So yeah, it's been going really good. So I'm looking forward. We're leaving this week for Devil's Lake now. So hopefully to keep keep it going you know mm-hmm. well tell me about the first two tournaments uh, how did it all play out for you yeah well the first tournament you know was supposed to be in red wing and that got canceled so we went to lake winnebago and i was a little bummed out because red wing is my home water but after day one i was sitting in first place so i had no complaints about that <laughs> but then uh after day two i had a little tougher day on day two my fish kind of moved around and i started moving around um but i still brought in enough fish to take 11th place so it turned out pretty good. All right. And then from there, we went to um, Saginaw Bay, Bay City, Michigan, which was about a 14-hour drive through the UP of Michigan, which is really pretty. And uh, actually, the fishing was phenomenal out there. It was uh, it was actually awesome. But, uh, you know, to get the better fish, we were traveling anywhere from 30 to 60, 70 miles one way a day. Oof. So... Yeah, we had a couple of rough days, but the second day I was able to make my 70-mile run, and uh, I came in with a real nice bag and ended up in ninth place there. So, sitting pretty good so far. Yeah, hovering around the top 10, uh, both events, and now you got uh, uh, Devil's Lake. Uh, how many times have you been on Devil's Lake before? You know, I think this will probably be like my fifth tournament on Devil's Lake, so i put some time in out there, and it kind of fishes my style because I'm not just one guy that to use one technique, you know, I like, I like doing everything, you know, and, and that's how Devil's Lake sets up. If you want to troll, you can troll. If you want to jig, you can jig. If you want to pitch shorelines, you can pitch. You can fish weeds. That's what makes Devil's Lake such a cool place to fish is how many different ways you can catch them. So, so typically you... I'll have my arsenal of weapons laying on the deck and try to use them all one day, catch one here, one there. Um, or hopefully I like fishing, you know, certain tournaments where you can just put two different techniques in your boat and have confidence in that and go from there, but I'll be ready for whatever happens. All right, and then uh, one more tournament after that, correct? Yeah, and then it goes to Lake of the Woods, which I'm really excited about. Uh, I used to guide up there back in the day, Oh, and uh, so I'm excited to get back up there. Yeah, I actually rolled up through there for work the other day, and, you know, some fishing tournaments are going on. There's a good buzz seems like the guides are doing real well so it should be fun that is a that is a strong lake no question yeah yeah i mean it 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 can get windy it can get rough out there but uh Mm -hmm. it should be a good time so one of the interesting things about the pro walleye tour is is you end up with a a different guy in your boat every day Uh, and that must take a little bit of an adjustment 
It does, you know, and I've done it for a few years now, and, and you know, 98% of the guys are awesome. Uh, I mean, everybody's pretty awesome, you know, but sometimes they deal with age, and, uh, you know, like last tournament, I had to make an adjustment because I didn't want to push my coin. They're like, I have a little thing, you know, you can't, can't be too hard on your hunting dog. He ain't going to hunt for you, so... I just try to have fun and try to adjust with what my co-anglers capable to do, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but typically most of the guys and, and ladies, actually, are, that are involved are, are top-notch, and, you know, that rarely becomes a, a burden on us at all, you know. And one thing a friend of mine told me back in the day is, uh, you know, no matter who you have in your boat, you should be able to catch those five without them. So just, you know, either they're with you or not. You can use them as your advantage um, or just try to, you know, make sure you get the job done yourself. I don't know. If I was a, if I was a co and I got into a boat with a pro, I'd do whatever he told me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, well, uh, I'm not very bossy, but I'll, I'll try to set the tone. You know what I mean? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Well, when, when, you're, yeah, when we're not doing tournament action, where, where have you been fishing? You know, lately I, you know, I've been doing a little bit of relaxing because it, it gets to be a lot of, of running with work and stuff there in June, and so I've just been doing a little bit of fun fishing on Leech Lake, which has gotten kind of tough with this warm weather. So it, it it creates an actual challenge, but like I always say, the fish are biting out there somewhere. You just got to go figure it out. So this time of year, they're kind of in between going shallow and deep. Like, I'm trying to find my deep fish, and they're not quite there, and then the shallow ones are kind of scattered out, or it's a real early or, you know, right before dark or even into dark right now. So these hot summer days can be kind of tough for the walleyes. But, you know, sometimes I'll switch it up this time of year and just go for bass. You know, I'm, I like catching fish, so yeah. whatever's biting, you know, that's what I'll try to go for. More with Dusty Minky next. This is Fishing Paul Bunyan Country with your host, Kev Jackson. He's the one asking the stupid questions. You're listening to Fishing Paul Bunyan Country. Dusty Minky, my guest today, pro angler who also spends a lot of time fun fishing on Leech Lake. Well, certainly you have uh, plenty of choices on Leech Lake. There's a good crappie bite, there's a good panfish bite, lots of northerns, lots of perch, uh, lots of walleyes, uh, and as you noted, a lot of bass and even a lot of smallmouth bass now, so there's lots of things to go for. Yeah, actually, don't tell anybody, but I really like catching those smallmouth. They fight hard, and they're, they're fun. <laughs> they, they, I, yeah, this time of year, I try to switch switch over to do a little bit of smallmouth and yeah if, if people are going for bass where should they be looking this time of year you definitely want to check out the rocks uh it's for the smallmouth um you know typically any rock pile and, and majority of your smallmouth on leech lake which which are mostly on the main lake so i'm talking you know like your your rocky main lake areas you know anywhere around you know pelican island down to to the south end of the of the main water bay, or not water bay, but the main lake. So mm -hmm. any of the rock piles out there I would try. And then for your large mouth, just, you know, get up shallow in some of those shallower bays, steamboat, boy bay, you know, start pitching some pencil reeds, some heavy cover. There's a lot of large mouth and small mouth to be had on leech, that's for sure. 
Do you ever go muskie fishing? You know, I got that bug when I was in college in Bemidji, and I just haven't haven't really gotten back into it. I mean, it's it's a lot of fun, and I caught a lot of nice muskies in Bemidji, but uh, I kind of veered away from it. I think it's because it's it's such an addiction, you know, that I might quit walleye fishing <laughs> if I really got back into that again. <laughs> Yeah, those who are into it are really, really, really into it. Yes, and I know that's how I would be, so I just try to stay away from it because I have enough things that keep me occupied, you know. Right. Have you fished any other lakes, or have you heard from anybody who's fishing any other lakes? You know, I've heard Lake Bemidji's been good, uh, Cass Lake, uh, Lake Winnebagosh has been good. You know, I just finished a tournament with my dad uh, in Grand Rapids on Pokegama. And Pokegum has been really good. I mean, one day you can really catch them, and one day it's kind of tough out there, but that's a good, challenging lake. But when you do catch them, there's some big fish. So That's yeah, a fact. Pokegum is a fun lake. The, that's that, the thing about Pokegum. They are big because they've got all that smell to eat, but that also makes them yeah. tough to catch sometimes. Makes them tough to catch, but when you catch one of those, they fight better than any walleye in in any lake in northern Minnesota, I guarantee you that. And it's because of what they eat. And then, you know, we cut some nice smallmouth out there pre-fishing, so I'm like, oh, I want to go check that out, you know. So that's a great lake. Too too many lakes to fish and not enough time, right? Oh, totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right, so again, when is the uh, when is the Devil's Lake Tournament? It is the uh, following week after this, so I believe around the 19th or 20th. Okay. I believe this. This Friday for to go start pre-fishing there, and then uh, Lake of the Woods is the end of August, and the first week of September is when that starts. Okay, and uh, great year for you so far. Is there where's the website we can go to to check you out and check out everything else that's going on with the NWT? Yeah, you can go on National Walleye Tour Facebook or National Walleye Tour website. You know, it shows you all the standings, uh, came later of the year. The Facebook page has a ton of pictures, and they're very good about posting them, you know, like the day of takeoff. And then one other cool thing you can check out during our tournaments is the live weigh-in feed. So it's amazing how many people tap on there and watch that live weigh-in. You know, it's it's pretty awesome that that many people are watching our sport. So yeah. that is pretty fortunate for that. Pretty cool. Hey, and if we yeah. do want to go walleye fishing this weekend, what better we have in our boat? Oh, you know, I'm a fan of them metal baits, you know, like the jig wraps or the Northland puppet minnows with these fish starting to go a little little deeper and not being so aggressive. If you can throw in a more aggressive bait and kind of make them mad, make them kind of force feed them, you know, like they're not going to always bite something, but if you put something real fast by them, I think they'll bite it. Um, another thing I would try, too, that's been working is is get on some spinners, but, uh, you know, this time of year you might want to throw a two-ounce bouncer on and just go a little bit deeper, and don't be afraid to put a leech on that. One other thing we've been playing around with is, is foot bobbers. Um, when it gets tough and these lakes are clear like they are up north and you're starting to get more zebra bustles, get that foot bobber on and try a little deeper and try driving around and getting that, that bait away from the boat, so... Those are kind of the three things I would try. And then another thing to look forward to coming up is don't be afraid to start pulling crankbaits. Okay. 
One Before we wrap it up, one of the things I've heard a little bit more of lately, and I think it's because of the, the clarity of the water now, there are a lot of guys using planer boards on Cass Lake. Yeah, you know, that's something I should do more, too. But, yeah, get the, the further you can get that bait away from the boat, the better sometimes. You know, just one thing with the planer board is sometimes you don't know if you have a weed on or not, so it's a lot of work getting it in and out. But with this clear water, it's definitely worth a shot. All right. Dusty Minky joining us, Outstanding Pro Angler in the North, uh, National Walleye Tour. and uh, Or is it the National Walleye Trail? I always forget. National Walleye Tour. National Walleye Tour. Okay. There's been a few of them. I lose track. National Walleye right. Tour. Dusty Minky having a great year. He's been hanging around the top ten. His first two, I think, a ninth and eleventh. And we got the big Devil's Lake one coming up. Dusty, thanks for your time today. Good luck at Devil's Lake. All right. Thanks, Kev. Take care. Up next, we bring in our resident academic. It's time to ask the aquatic biologist. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Take good notes so you sound smart. Well, time once again to ask the aquatic biologist, Dr. Andrew Haves from Bemidji State University, a tough question. And this one, again, comes from his students. They're doing all the work for me this year, Andy. I appreciate that. Good set of questions. (laughs) Yes. Um, And this is one we we all uh, know that walleyes do this, but uh, I guess I don't know the answer to this. Why do walleye eyes glow in the dark, and what benefit is that to them? So for those of you, I mean, almost everybody drives down the road, right? And you can see a deer eye a long ways out when your spotlights are shining on them. Mm-hmm. It's the same type of thing going on, right, with the walleye. So they're at the back of the retina, there's a reflective layer. I think it's made out of guanine crystals or something like that. Um, and what that does then is when the light comes into the eye, it can go through all the receptor cells, the rods and cones that they have back there that then trigger nerves and create the image, right? That reflective layer allows the light to bounce through a second time. Okay. So... They get a more refined image in low light conditions because they can use the light better. So what that allows a walleye to do is become, they have a competitive advantage at low light conditions, right? Fish that don't have this, that are more adapted for daytime conditions like the perch or the minnows, right? They can't see as well and therefore the walleye are going to expend their energy at the time when they're most effective, which is low light condition. So that's why, I mean, I, the last time I went out walleye fishing last fall in my boat, I didn't catch a single fish until 20 minutes past dusk. And then it was bang, 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 right? Yeah. Just like that. I caught three or four in 10 minutes and then it was, then it was done again. I don't know what happened there, but <laughs> <laughs> that's walleye fishing for you. So, but that, I mean, that just shows how important that is. And we've talked about this kind of optimal foraging theory before on this show and, fish are going to expend energy and attack and and feed when it's most beneficial to them because any kind of miss that they have or any failed attempt is is a horrible thing really in nature for them it's wasted energy and energy is at a premium right so so i i've always been told or I, I guess i always had heard that the reason you can't catch walleyes during the day is that it's they're too skittish because they can see too much but that's not really it. They they just aren't even really 
interested during the day, at least in a, a summer day. They want they want to attack when there's a low light. That's the way I'm reading into this. Now, I mean, there's probably people that would debate that with me, me with crazy, you know, just say, no, they're seeing the line, they're seeing the line, and they, maybe they are. But all I know is that their eyes are specifically designed to feed in low light conditions. Right? That's why they have that tapetum lucidium, or whatever they call it. Right? It's it gives them a competitive advantage in low light conditions over other fish, and that's why they the bite is best then. Well, there's no question people love to go walleye fishing under a full moon, um, right? And and that that they really enjoy it. And we've heard, you know, that low light conditions are where it's at before sunup. After sunset, that's when you should be walleye fishing. And For sure. that sounds like that's definitely the reason why. For sure. And, I mean, you can even track catch rates. There are a lot of walleye anglers that are out targeting walleye during the day, and their catch rates are really low, right, mm-hmm. on average. Okay. But if you're really serious about it, the time that they're biting the best, for sure, is in low-light conditions. They're physiologically designed to eat at that time, right? I think I read something that their cousin, the Sauger, even has a better night vision That's than right. they do. Yeah, and that makes a lot of sense, too. They evolved in river systems, which are murky on top. So Sauger live in murky water to begin with, and then they live in deep as well. That's where a lot of Sauger populations are found. So, yeah, they're, they are, I think it's maybe 10 meters deeper on average or something like that, their optimal habitat is. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's okay. I, I'm, don't quote me on that one for sure because that's off the top of my head here. But uh, You're correct in that they are designed to see better, even deeper. Okay. So now we know why we have the reflective eye of the walleye. Uh, Andy Hafes, the uh, aquatic biologist from Minji State University, joining us. Thank you for your time today. Thank you. F-I-S-H-I-I-N-F-O-B-O-N-I-N-Country.